and welcome to this episode of Say Something Interesting. This is the follow-up podcast for Eastlake Tri-Cities Church. My name is Megan, and with me is our teaching pastor, Brent. Hey, everybody. Hello. He welcome just back, sat Megan. Down. Thanks. Took a week off. Yeah, good to have you back. What did you do on your week off? Um, Halloween. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we had to cancel because uh, yeah, we had to postpone, yeah. and then yeah. it was like interfering with some family stuff. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, but I went to, did I tell you I was going to the Seahawks game? No. I went to the Seahawks game on the 30th. Well, they've won their last three or four, so you yeah. obviously went to a win, which is yeah, great. Yeah, they beat the Giants at the nice. one I went to. Yeah, it That's was awesome. Good. Yeah, it was my first ever Seahawks game. What'd you think? It was loud. Yeah. I think people are like, oh yeah, it's loud. And Where like, were your seats? Oh, way up, like almost at the top. Yeah. Uh, midfield um, on the visitor side. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, they were, you could see the whole thing. There really is no visitor side in that stadium. Oh no no, I mean like on the like oh. visitors sideline side. Yeah, but yeah. what I'm saying that I get it, but like oh, okay, it, yeah. that it's funny because you do you watch uh like uh let's say um I don't know a Chargers game or a Rams game. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I was listening to a podcast the other day about how at the Ram when the Rams played the 49ers, it was like 85% 49ers fans oh, really? in yeah. that stadium and that's not necessarily because the 49ers travel so well although it is relatively close for them to be able to do so oh yeah to, it's just that like there LA, are some stadiums yeah. that the home base is just like yeah we're good you know yeah I'll watch it from home in our yeah. multi-million dollar mansions <laughs> on our tvs don't need to uh, go to this garbage i mean there were a lot of giants fans garbage there five billion dollar stadium to be able to watch this thing they were so. very sad yeah i bet they were <laughs> what do you think overall experience did you enjoy your time yeah it was i mean it's like i don't like it's not that different than a baseball game or uh, any yeah. other like big sporting event like that. Um, but yeah, it was fun. It's so loud. I didn't know. Yeah. I mean, the I difference between that and a typical Mariners game is about four or five X the yeah. times of people, right? And, well, yeah, for sure. And like, I, you can't describe that level of loud. And, and yeah. we were way up at the top. Yeah. And I can't even imagine what it's like on the field. Yeah. I think probably the coolest moment was like uh, at one point at the in the fourth quarter, once it was like pretty obvious we were going to win, the whole stadium started chanting Gino. And I think it's one of the first times he's had his name chanted. <laughs> probably, yeah. And, and you could kind of tell he was taking it in. Because yeah. he was a little bit apart from the rest of the huddle and he was just kind of standing straight. Yeah. And I was you like, you see him through your binoculars. Is that how nah, that works? I mean, yeah. I mean, okay. So yeah, we were really far up, but yeah. it wasn't like you could see a lot. You yeah. can still see a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. You could just kind of tell he was taking it in. That's cool. Because I'm sure he's had many moments of like, well, that's never going to happen for me. Yeah. So, Parking yeah. downtown, the whole vibe oh, yeah, of getting just, in and out was it's just crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, normal sporting events in Seattle. It's just yeah. crazy. So. Uh, yeah. It's different though. I, I feel like Mariners <laughs> games are inconvenient and it's kind of a bummer, but Seahawks games are just a nightmare. <laughs> it's just the more people, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. That's what it is. And, and uh, it's just not, it's yeah. not built for that sort of a thing. A lot of these towns like Kansas city, um, they'll, they'll put their stadiums on like the out yeah, Green Bay, on the mm-hmm. outskirts of the town. This is what you drive to. This is all that's yeah. around there. So there's plenty of parking. Yeah. And Seattle was just like, no, nah, we're, you know what we're going to do. Well, they don't really have like a way to put it on the outskirts of, town necessarily well yeah i mean they do in the well, sense yeah. that you have a team that's called san francisco that actually has their stadium in santa clara which that's is fair. 30 minutes away <laughs> so i mean there's places like burien kent that's You've true, got that's pl- true. i mean I, I understand that you don't want yeah. to drive down there and go to that but um you know where you yeah. picked in the industrial zone yeah <laughs> is not was is not great <laughs> right next to a mariners game 
Yeah, the two stadiums right next to each other yeah, can be so a lot. Whatever. Sure. Yeah, I'm just complaining. Yeah, as you do. But anything else this weekend? Uh, no, I think that was it. Yeah. Oh, I finally started watching The Mandalorian. <gasps> nice. Yeah. Season one or two, or how far did you get? I think I'm at the end of season one. I can't remember and now. What's the verdict? I like it. It's yeah, good. It's yeah. good, right? Uh huh. There are a couple of times I've been like, "What's gonna happen?" Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, th- I think it's probably the best little offshoot one that they've done. I've, yeah. I have not gotten, I, I say that, I haven't gotten into too many of them. I did start Andor, oh, yeah. um, and I just, for whatever reason, have not finished it. I'm the only one that will watch that. It's a little too much for the kids still. Mm-hmm. London's not into it, and it's a little too much for Grayson. Yeah. And uh, Kyla's not into it. So yeah. I'll like, do it, and then I'll fall, catch myself falling asleep, and then yeah. just have to go to bed. So. <laughs> I mean, that definitely happens to me, too. Yeah. I'll be like, oh, well. Maybe I should finish this. Can we tomorrow. talk about this time change thing this weekend? Oh, yeah. Because it kind of snuck up on me a me little too, bit. Me too, a little bit. And, like, I think I look forward to it more than I, I have up to this year. Because I always be like, oh. As, and I think as a pastor, you're always like, oh, man, extra hour. Like, on, yeah. the, on your hardest mornings and yeah. the longest days, that kind of thing. It's great. <laughs> and then this one, it was like Saturday night. And I was like, hey, did you know that? T- I looked at Kyle, did you know that tomorrow is the time change? She's like, I yeah. Know. I mean, we don't think about it because you don't change your phones anymore, do you? Yeah, yeah. But I, I'll tell you this, I woke up and I did not feel, it felt like a normal day. It did not feel like, I feel like I got ripped off. I really do. I was not like, oh man, this feels great. I feel extra good today. Um, it was just whatever. Oh, yeah. So I don't know I who to complain to bit. other than this. Like, who do I need to talk to to be like, what? I don't know. But they're talking about not, I don't know. They're talking about not doing it, not doing the change anymore. Yeah. It's it's nice though. Like when I got up this morning, it was already like starting to get bright I know, a little bit. But it's gonna be dark in like twenty minutes. We're I recording know. this at uh, it's almost four o'clock yeah. right now in the oh, afternoon, yeah. and it will be pitch dark in twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah. And, and I hate that. Like do you? I would, yeah, I would. In the so, fall, it's great. You're like, let's uh, just go no, home. We'll I would have so much rather. The other night we were driving home. We went over to the Volmer's house for this thing. <laughs> We were driving home and Kyle was like, I am exhausted. I'm like, I know, I can't wait to get home and like slippers and just like sit on the couch and do nothing and go to and then go to bed. And I looked at the clock. It was 7 11. 7 11. Sunday night, the first day of time change. And we're both like, I know our bodies think it's eight, but it just felt like super weird to be like, we could drop the kids off at home right now and go out to a movie and a dinner and probably still be home by like 10, which would be. That would be when this is appropriate. Just can't get wait to get home, kick off the shoes, and do that sort of thing. But I don't it's know. super weird. I yeah. I don't. I would prefer to have a little bit more light later into the evening than it be lighter in the morning because it doesn't ultimately. It doesn't matter at whatever point. Yeah. Cause it's still, it was a nice day today, too. Like, you know, in December, it is still dark when I go to work and dark when I come home. And whatever the time is, isn't going to change that. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I get it. I get but it. But yeah, I don't know. You uh, are you winterizing your home yet? Is this? Yeah. So I did. I told you I got my sprinklers blown yeah, out. Yeah, I think we talked about that. But and I tried. I was gonna get like a. I thought I had a faucet cover. Yeah. In my shed, but um, I pulled it out yesterday, and I was like, oh no, it's broken. So I need to go get it. And Put mine on last night. That was like the but thing. But I don't know. I can't. Like for my crawl space, I think the only like. There's like a grate on one side of my house, but I think it's closed already. And then the other opening is just the like crawl space entrance. And so, yeah, I don't, you don't really like. Is it weird that you're in that zone where you're like. A little bit. You gotta like, you know. Well, I did buy a snow shovel though. 
Oh yeah, there you go. Because <laughs> I was how, like, "How is your driveway? Is it long?" Yeah, it's long and a little bit steep. Uh oh. So um, I did get a. I actually have two driveways, but there's only one that I actually use. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I got a snow shovel. Yeah, you need to find uh, like a high school kid that lives around you with a snowblower <laughs> who, who likes money. Yeah, I mean it's not that long. Yeah. But it is like it's a longer driveway for the house that it is. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Uh, weekend was pretty chill for me. Nothing nothing major. We hung out with some friends. Um, uh, Saturday and Sunday thing. We heard about a new cool... Well, I'm going to talk about it later. So okay. uh, I'll save that one. Um, <laughs> what Teaser. else? Uh, our, our son turns five. Our youngest oh, yeah. turns five this week. That's so exciting. Yes. We're having a party at the house and uh, family and you know podcast friends and all that good stuff. So... Um, <laughs> And his theme this year, did Kylie tell you his theme? No. It's parrots and carrots. Oh, because it rhymes? Yeah, that's the only thing. <laughs> Those two things go together. So a bunch of parrots and a bunch of carrots. He doesn't even like carrots necessarily. Like, he'll eat them. But, like, not like, oh, I can't wait to have carrots. But I think he just said it one day, and then Kylie was like, yeah, that's it, that's it buddy. That's yeah, the one. Parrots and Good carrots. Job. Yeah, parrots and carrots. <laughs> so there you go. That's the plan. Uh, that's fun. Yeah, it'll be fun. It'll yeah. be great. But uh, it'll be good. Uh, good. Anything else? No, I think I'm good. All right, let's jump into uh, let's jump into the talk from Sunday. We kicked off a brand new series on Sunday called Unmendable, a series on reconciliation and the difference between reconciliation and friendship. We talked about a fantastic parable that Jesus tells uh, in Matthew, uh, where he says uh, there was once a, a servant who owed his master a lot of money, who was then forgiven that money, and then turned around and was not. French, uh, you know, forgiveness-minded when it came to uh, working with somebody who owed him about 20 bucks, 50 bucks, uh, something like that, and Jesus having some some things to say about that situation, and really kind of highlighting the fact that uh, an understanding of forgiveness, uh, I think, is uh, fundamental to truly understanding where we stand in our re- relationship with God, that the reconciliation piece on it. And I, I wanted to be clear, and I don't know if I was for sure on that, but to read it in the way that says that Jesus would say, if you're not forgiving to your friend, I will rescind my forgiveness for you, is not really, I think, the point that Jesus is trying to make, as much as it is, if you are unwilling to forgive then perhaps you do not fully, truly understand what your forgiveness has meant for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, because this is not a threat to like pull things back from you. It's just a matter of you not truly grasping. Yeah, I mean, in a parable, like you have to remember, a parable is a story to illustrate a point. Right. So it's going to be a little bit over dramatic. Yeah, somebody's, somebody's tortured. Like, yeah, yeah. Until they can pay it back. Like, what what does torture have to do with your ability to pay Except it back? Except for maybe you're like. If we're taking that to ourselves, right, like internal torture, emotional torture, like you will be tortured by your lack of being able to forgive. Yeah, but in right? the story, like, he's like, torture this man yeah, until yeah. he's able to pay him back. And you're like, like what, 20 bucks a whip? How does yeah. this work? <laughs> like, what's the, what is the process? What's the payment? I'd like to see that chart if yeah, I could. Yeah. And then can I choose which <laughs> torture devices I go? Um, so anyways, uh, but yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, and then we also then uh, transitioned to kind of sharing. I, I talked about the rehearsal, which is uh, one of the things that I'd highlighted on on this as something interesting a while back. Okay. And um, did. Uh, oh, yeah. Remember now the show? I remember, where you yeah. Rehearse the. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah oh, yeah. so we should preface this by saying that you actually haven't heard this talk. You read through my notes <laughs> on Sunday. There so was you a, say, there was a oh, glitch. Yeah. No, no, no. My oh, yeah, was remembering what the rehearsal was. Yes. Oh, that is good. Yeah, we should yeah, preface yeah. this too. We did yeah. have a glitch on Sunday with our live stream. <laughs> So if you are a normal person who like um, just uh, logs into our live stream and you logged in on Sunday and we're like, there's something wrong. Maybe it's my computer. It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't your computer. Uh, there was a festival over the weekend that had used our computer and they had logged out of our Vimeo unbeknownst to us by the time that we right, clicked right. To go on the live stream. And uh, it was too late to be able to switch over and uh, passwords and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And so it was a mistake on our end. We are working diligently to get that up as fast as we can on our talks page yeah. as well as on our app. Uh, but that also made it difficult for you yeah. to be able to be like, oh, yeah, this is exactly what we talked about. You have access to our <laughs> Slack, which is our like an internal yeah, messaging so service. So I get to read Brent's notes. Right. Which, so I know the overall. The gist. Gist. Yeah. Yeah. But she, you didn't get my jokes, my humor. No, I didn't. Uh, my I mean, little... I can kind of guess probably. Yeah where you made jokes so yeah. this would be fun i've been game. listening to what you, do you think? for a long time what where do you think i made a joke oh geez i don't know um because last week I, that oh was gosh. the easy one it was the women who grind obviously that was you're gonna be like that's <laughs> that's where you're gonna make you're gonna pause you're gonna make some off-color comment mm -hmm. my parents were back in the audience this weekend and so i had to be a little bit more careful <laughs> About what uh, what jokes I made on there? Um, I don't know. Maybe something about the like five hundred, like the talents, bags of talents. Um, Did you make a joke there? A little bit. I talked about how we oftentimes think of that through the terms of the people that are on the Voice, and uh -huh. it had nothing to do with yeah. your talented abilities. It has everything to do with the measure of money. Okay, okay. There's one. Yeah, you got it. One for one so far. Um. Oh my gosh! Um, maybe the like holiday scheduling. Oh yeah, like that family was a great stuff. Joke. Did, you Did you make you get the joke? There? Did you see the little list that I put together there? Yeah. When when are they coming? How long are they staying? Bummer. We just found out we got yeah, there. The, the exactly. Next day. Yeah. <laughs> now you have a, very, a rather small family. Well, yeah. I mean, sure. Immediate family that yeah, you yeah. probably get together for the holidays for. You have a yeah. sister. I have a sister and, and a brother and who you like yes. and enjoy being around yes. and do not dread time with them no, as far I as I know. No. I know, know that they're listening to this podcast potentially. My mom is usually. She, but... And she would share it if you had said anything <laughs> negative and you enjoy being around your parents. Yes. And so this is probably less of a feel Oh, yeah. For you. No, it's not a... That's You're not... looking forward 100% yeah. to the holidays. Yeah, for sure. And you don't travel anywhere uh, to go visit. You're not currently married. No. And so it's not like, well, we've got to go visit the in-laws. No, no, no. And they, yeah. you know... Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, so... It's, uh, no, you're right. Yeah. I'm I'm not saying you're wrong. No, I'm just saying that's where you would make the joke. And I did. You're right. <laughs> okay, you're two for two so far. Um I want you to get see. one wrong, so then I'd be like, dang it, I missed I missed a really good option there. That would have been really funny, Megan. Um, where were you? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know where I was. Yeah, I don't know. Um, did you make one about oh when you did the whole like you can't uh, never set a goal for another adult? Did you make a joke there? Uh, small one okay. about like okay. you know if you hire a physical trainer, then obviously they're setting goals for you. But for the most part, yeah. Um, those right. are those are the ones I can think of. I, and when, with that, like like skimming through your notes again. With that piece, I I do wish uh, <laughs> I I do want to clarify or or that was the piece that I was trying to work through and like practice in my mind mm -hmm. because um, 
I say something like, you know, reconciliation isn't the goal. It's not the win. And that doesn't mean that um, it's not uh, what you would want. I mean, may, perhaps you want reconciliation. Mm-hmm. That, that would be great. But the point of don't set a goal for another person is reconciliation requires two people going, yes. okay, I'm going to lay this down. We're going to get we're gonna yeah. get things back to some level. It yep. probably looks different, but it's going to be some sort of relationship. And you don't, you're not able to control that because you don't have all the cards. Yes. You can control your side of things. You can do what you can do. And then you have to be like, I want to live with no regrets. I want to say I tried my hardest and that's this is where I yeah. kind of ended on. And that is different from forgiveness because forgiveness can take place from a distance and from afar. Yeah, because you can forgive someone and not continue a relationship with them. Correct. And, and so, yeah. To some degree, you're probably you might be in an emotional state where that is necessary. Yeah. And you are getting that advice from spiritual counsel or mm-hmm. you know, counselor, mental health counselors for you where you're like you need to choose to forgive because you do not want to be controlled by this person yep. mm-hmm. and you do not want to live under some sort of like I live out of fear or I live out, live out of I'm I'm or even like a revenge motivation, mm-hmm. which is also another just controlling thing. They're they're still allowing you to control you. So mm-hmm. You can learn to forgive, but do take them out of your cell phone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do not be friends with them on Facebook. Do not listen to them when they tell you. Yeah. And I think sometimes the chance, fallacy right? of forgiveness is that it's for another person, but it's really for yourself. Yeah. Um, and so when we like forgiveness is a process of like letting go of the hurt for yourself. Yeah. And yes, you give it to another person, but like you can't control whether they accept that or not or whether they think they were wrong or whether whatever is going to happen. And maybe they don't want reconciliation, right? Mm-hmm. But you can forgive someone and then just be like, okay, but I'm not going to have you in my life. Yeah. I forgive you for doing those things yeah. for whatever reason I've figured out to forgive you. Yeah. Um, and I don't need you in my life anymore. I am, uh, I am choosing to absorb the pain. Yep. And uh, not expect you to compensate or, you know, do other things because in a lot of measures, there's no way that you could. And uh, I will figure this out from here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, But yeah, it's a tough line. Yeah. Another thing I was thinking about with like the reconciliation piece is like if that is really something you want, sorry is the beginning, not the end. Mm -hmm. Um, Saying I'm sorry to someone and asking for forgiveness when you want reconciliation is the start. Yeah. Because you have to follow that up with action. You can't just say, I'm sorry, and then do exactly the same thing you've been doing the whole time. Because that's not that's not true reconciliation. That's not truly changing what the hurt was or how it hurt you. Um, and so I think that true, like, working through forgiveness and reconciliation and relationship, like, you have to show something behind the words that you're saying and yeah you start with sorry but it's way more than that and yep. it goes way deeper than that yep uh, just so you are if you're out there and this is kind of an interesting thing for you or this is striking home and it's it's feels um extra painful because it's sensitive and it's something that you're like this isn't theoretical brent this was thursday you know what i mean yeah. and uh and i'm not looking forward to the next couple of weeks because these are going to be really really hard um, there is a, a new book uh, by Tim Keller that just came out on forgiveness that I've been kind of piecing through. And, and cool. if you get it and read it, you'll be like, I know where Brent gets some of his material from. Um, <laughs> so I'm giving away some secrets, but it's really, really good. He's one of my favorites. Um, he's a pastor who um, was in New York City for a long time and led a really incredible uh, outreach-oriented church in the heart of New York City and has recently uh, retired from day-to-day pastorate. He's got a cancer thing that he's working through, um, and uh, but he's he's 
being uh, still a being a writer and is yeah. a great writer. So check it out. Um, awesome. Yeah. Wait, what's um, it called again? Forgive. Forgive. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tim Keller. Tim All right. Keller. Uh, anything else that stood out to you? Those are the big ones notes? for me. Yeah. yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Let's jump into our something interesting. Let's do it. All right. Uh, you opened, which means mm-hmm. I go first. Mm-hmm. So on Sunday night, we had a chance to go over to our friend uh, Steve and Jenny Vollmer's house. And uh, they have a mutual. Uh, it, they have a friend. It's not a mutual friend, although someday I'd like. I'd like it to be. Um, <laughs> his name's JJ, and his last name's escaping me right now. But he lives over in Shoreline area, and he leads a nonprofit called the Light Collective. And what the Light Collective is is it is a company that creates um, boxes and strategies and things that help um, families going through childhood cancer. Oh. Uh, they have kids who they um, who are families who sign mm-hmm. up when their kids are diagnosed with childhood cancer, uh, and then every month they get a box and then they open the box and there's little crafts and activities and they schedule a Zoom time so they have a box open night so like you plan a Zoom call and then um, there's all the other families are there then oh, you do cool. breakout sessions mm-hmm. and there's like games there's like a marble race there's like a puzzle you put it together there's like trivia mm-hmm. um, there's a gift card in there for the families to be able to order in food that night so dinner's taken care of um, it's at no cost to the kids uh, or the families who mm-hmm. are, are going through this um, but they're trying to create community for them yeah. because they when we talked we, it was a big fundraiser spiel for them but um, it was a uh, these people, they are in, especially if they're new into this, in just to figuring this out, you're realizing how isolating and lonely it is, and how often you're having to explain, like, be a scientist. Mm-hmm. Like, you're hearing all of these terms from your doctors, and then you go to your friends, and they're like, "What's going on? Like, tell us what's happening." And then you're trying to regurgitate all of these terms and this process, and and it's just like you you feel like I, that I can never convey this information accurately to you and i'm and i'm i see myself as an outsider but when you are in a community with other parents who are whose child has Mm -hmm. this exact same thing then talking about the pills or the the rehab or the you know radiation therapy or whatever just feels a lot like you know what i'm going through and to have somebody that you know that you're going through um so it's a it's a pacific northwest northwest based thing he's out of seattle most of the families in the pacific northwest uh, but on our Zoom, we were in like a group room. There's a family from Beaverton who has a kid going through child cancer. There was uh, other people who were just there for, for um, with no kids uh, or whatever. But um, yeah, it was really, really cool. That is cool. And uh, you can get more information if you go to the Light Collective. I think Light it's the Collective. lightcollective.com or just Google the Light Collective. Okay. Look for the, you know, the child cancer kind of keynote or yeah, keyword yeah, yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, look for more information. That's really they're doing, cool. They're doing good stuff. So. Like it sounds like um, I've talked to people who've started doing like uh, caretaker support or like what other, what other like support groups. Um, and they talk about that same thing too of like it's nice to talk to someone who understands. And and in the video, like so, so Brian and Jody McDowell are, are yep. one of the like collective families, obviously with Lana's going through her thing. But they're part of our church if you're not familiar with their story here. Um, and th- so it was fun to have them on the couch talking with us being like oh i know because like somebody from seattle children's hospital would come on and be like here's here's what kind of stages of grief people are going through here's Mm -hmm. this that kind of thing whatever and they'd be like oh we know her oh she's great you know all this kind of thing (laughs) and they mentioned in the video due to privacy reasons as a hospital we can't really connect these families with these other families Mm -hmm. so like we have to rely we have to outsource we have to give them yeah if you want community 
follow up with these guys because yeah. mm-hmm. that's you seeking that out as opposed yeah. to us yeah. like giving your information away. So it's understandable as to yeah. why this why this kind why of an it has organization to be is like needed. a like a nonprofit thing. Correct. Like the hospital can't do that. Right. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. really great. That's really cool. Yep. What do you got? <laughs> Something very, very different. No, that's fine. <laughs> I should have gone second. I, I know I should have been like, hey, mine is like meaningful. So if you're just going to be like ant farts, did you guys know that ants fart and it stinks and it's like, you know, production of methane it's in the world? It's not ant farts, but it's definitely along those lines. Yeah, great. So, Can't wait to hear about ant farts. In the... Um, By the oh, way, if my, if my son was listening to this right now, he'd be like, ant farts is the best podcast ever. Grayson would be like... <laughs> Dad, why can't we learn more about those? Um, in the National Park in the Sonoran Desert, they have now had to add, um, please refrain from licking <laughs> to their list of licking please. Licking what? To- you know, um, toads. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Is that because of like the drug stuff, like yeah. the THC on their skin? So there's a toad that is toxic. Yeah. But the toxicity, like also causes hallucinations yeah i've heard of and this. so people are going into the desert at night and finding these toads and licking them um also on this this is an npr story and on the story there is a picture that i'm going to show brent of this toad like in the dead of night staring straight at the like this, capture camera oh, bro <laughs> and it's a little bit hilarious yeah. and creepy with the t- uh, the tagline underneath it says just lick me yeah <laughs> No, just it kidding. It um, but anyway, so they have now had to add, um, please stop licking things to their list of ways to behave in a national don't park. Don't feed the animals. Yeah, don't feed the animals. Clean Stay up on the trail. Take Clean only pictures. <laughs> yeah. Leave and, only footprints. Yeah, and no licking. And no licking. <laughs> That's good. I bet those animals are super appreciative. I bet these frogs are like, finally. Yeah. Finally, somebody yeah, understands. Yeah, I don't know what the toad's name is. What is its name? Um, it's the Sonoran Desert Toad. So, um, yeah, it is pretty funny. I was like, this is hilarious. This is it's an interesting share. defense mechanism for them in terms of, you know, their 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 creature. Why does this exist? Like, they get eaten. And so, therefore, if this animal chooses to lick me before they eat me, perhaps they will. Like, have a or, hallucination. Yeah, and or just like, like, oh, I ate away. one of those once and it was the worst night of my life. Yeah. <laughs> Do not eat those. Do not eat those. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think they are toxic. Like, I think they could potentially, like, kill you. Um, but mostly they just give, I mean, humans are often big enough that some of the things that like poisons that would kill other predators wouldn't kill us. They just make us really sick or give us hallucinations or something. Yeah. So yeah. Don't lick the toads. Um, (laughs) as you started, I was like, dang it. (laughs) I love that. I wasn't like super far off with ant parts. No, you weren't. That's That's the best. So good because I had no idea what you're talking about. I know, and then he said ant farts, and I was like, "Well, you're close, <laughs> closer than you might think." <laughs> oh my gosh, that's too great. Uh, Anything so else about where's nope. the Sonoran Desert? Where's In that? like New Mexico, okay. Arizona, that area. Okay. Yep. So that, which sounds really warm about this time of yeah. year. Yeah, and sounds so I think the wonderful. picture I showed you is from the Oregon Pipe Cactus National Monument in Arizona. Okay. So yeah, Sonoran right. Deserts in Arizona and New Mexico. Good. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we have our uh, podcast title. Yeah, I think so. Uh, and farts and frog licking. So yeah. um, that's that. If you're if you're ever wondering, how do they come up with these creative titles? Just the most obscure thing that would be like, what was that? I have to click on that. Just yeah, to hear. yeah, yeah. 
and then we bring it around at the end. We talk for 25 minutes about something other than ant farts and licking toads, and then we just finish it off strong. So, All right, that'll do it for this week's episode of Say Something Interesting. We'd love to have you back if you are in the Tri-Cities area in person, 9, 15, and 10, 30. We're doing part two. of It's going to be four-part series, uh, but part two this weekend of Unmendable series, a series on reconciliation, or hopefully the live stream will be back up and running this yeah, week. Yeah, hopefully. And uh, or download the app and you can watch any of that anytime on there. If you have any questions or thoughts for us, you can email us at say something interesting at eastlaketricities.com. And Exciting. if you send things there, we'll attempt to get them on this uh, podcast. <laughs> we'll read them and if they're good, incorporate them. So if you've yeah. ever if you've ever licked a toad <laughs> and it gave you uh, nightmares or not uh, the opposite of nightmares, positive dreams, whatever, um, we would love to hear about it. Um, and if you if you own ants that fart, we would also love to hear about that. <laughs> Have a great week, everybody. Bye, we'll talk everyone. <laughs>